But if you're really trying to make this an additional stream of income and you've done your research and you know you want to create a course that people want and they're willing to pay for, then spend the time and get good at your craft. It's going to be crappy at first because that's just the nature of learning, right? Hi, I'm Dr. Kate Walker. I'm a marriage and family therapist, practice owner, and professor of counselor education who took a passion for training the next generation of mental health providers and turned it into a multi-six-figure business that designs the courses that teach mental health providers how to be clinical supervisors. Teaching graduate students and seasoned counselors, I learned about the fears. Fears about failing, quitting toxic work environments where you're seeing 80 clients a week, Fears about starting a private practice, running out of money, getting in trouble by the licensing board, the IRS, you name it. I created the Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses community so mental health providers like you could have a step-by-step guide and learn actionable steps to achieve the security, freedom, and satisfaction of a counseling career you'll love. Look, you had the dream to become a mental health professional. You got the degree, you took the exams, you put in the time, whatever your business is, a private practice, maybe you want to sell courses like I do, you're adding clinical supervision, you want to write a book or get paid to speak, whatever it is, you are too important to your community to lose to getting in trouble, giving up, going broke, and burning out. Are you ready to break through those fears once and for all? I thought so. Let's get to work. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses, where it's all about working smarter, not harder. And here's your host, Dr. Kate Walker, who originally majored in bass performance. All right. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. Step it up training. How many names can I give this thing? Probably more if I just sit and think about it. Today, I'm going to take you through maybe starting a course. Now, I thought about this after I came up with the title because it's like, well, I guess people could think that I'm talking about it like a college course or a high school course or a course that you're going to teach live like a 40-hour training. And I am going to qualify this. I'm going to talk about creating an online course. And I'm going to talk about it in several different ways because I feel like this is the sort of thing that sits on everybody's to-do list. It's sort of on that dream board. It used to just be, I want to write a book someday. A lot of us had that dream, but you know, with the interwebs and all of the things people can do online and after COVID with online education kind of exploding, I feel like this is pushing that book dream kind of to the background as people see how easy it is to create an online course. And so if that's one of those things that the online course has just kind of been sitting on the back burner or in your Trello board, if it's in that dreams I'll do someday, that's okay. I've been there and I have things sitting in my Trello board. I call it the on hold section that have to do with classes. So hopefully by the end of this, you're going to at least have some boxes that you can check before you start work. So for those of you who have written a book before, you're going to see this process is a little similar to that. So let's get to work. 
right. So it was funny when I was outlining this thing today, I came up with a bunch of don'ts and I thought, well, Kate, that's super negative, but it is what it is. I hear, Kate, it's amazing that you created this 40 hour training to become a supervisor in Texas and it's completely online. Well, it took a ton of work and I stood on the shoulders of giants like Dr. Judy Detrude, who was my mentor. But people don't see my failures, right? They don't see the courses that didn't make. And so I was real thoughtful when I was creating this training today, because number one is I would advise anyone think about making a course. Don't make it until somebody needs it. It's a lot of work. When I created my first course set, it was actually a DVD set to tell you how long ago this was. And it was my favorite mistakes. And I started off with that DVD. And then I created a second one about money and a third one about marketing. And this was probably 10, 15 years ago. And I can remember standing in my kitchen and putting a background, a green screen behind me, talking and then going and editing. I mean, it was hundreds of hours of work. So when you've created something or when you're thinking about putting in the work, I hear everything from one hour to three hours per hour of content, having to upload things, download things, rework things. I think one to three is probably realistic. And Kaylee, who just created my video for my marketing, she says we can do three hours of shooting and get five minutes of video. So I have other ideas here. And when something fails, it's never a failure because there are always things you can do with it. Now, I'm going to say the name wrong. Mike Mecklowitz wrote a book called The Pumpkin Plan. It basically talks about how you take everything you sell and you identify the thing that sells the most. You focus on it and you basically, like a gardener, go in and prune everything else away. And that's eventually what happened to my little DVD set. I took it to conference and I sold a few of them. It made me happy. I was very proud. But over time, the material got dated because the internet moved on and there were other systems. And that's the problem with the course. They can't really be updated quickly. So that was when I learned, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to update this thing yearly. So you can always take something that didn't work out and turn it into a marketing resource. You can turn it into a client resource. You can turn it into a blog post or a podcast or something for your YouTube channel. So there's always a way to repurpose your content. That's what I do. Everything I do, I chop it up into pieces so that I can make it into something else that's useful because I'm trying to really get the attention of counselors in Texas. And I want to make sure that once I get their attention, I have tons of resources. So anytime something that I create doesn't compare to my 40-hour training to become a supervisor, Usually I get out my gardener tools, my pruning shears, I cut it out and I carefully take it up and I turn it into something else, a resource or a marketing tool or a blog post. You get the idea. So number one, before you create your course, do some research as to what are people searching for? 
what kind of courses are people asking about? Go on Facebook, go on whatever social media you do and see what people are asking around for. But that's only part of it. Ask and look and research, find out what people are paying for, right? When you create a course, like I said, it's a lot of work. And you might create something that's very near and dear to your heart and people are searching for it. They just don't want to pay for it. You can have a purpose for that, right? Like a client resource. I was working with someone just a couple of weeks ago at our GSD retreat in Austin, Texas. And I worked with one of our folks who participated and helped her sort of formulate this idea. She could create a course for clients who were on her waiting list. She could create a course for people who had finished counseling and just wanted to make sure that they kept up their skills. So that was wonderful for her because she did have a cornerstone course. And remember, cornerstone just means that's your big pumpkin. That's what you're known for. That's the course that's going to be your most expensive or your product that is your highest value priced item. But creating these little courses for the folks on her waiting list, creating these little courses for folks who had ended and were keeping up their skill set, that helped position her brand. That helped position her as an expert in her community. And it was just a wonderful resource for potential and current and past clients. So find out what people are searching for. Find out what they're paying for. I got into the course business because I had networked with someone who had developed courses for people who had been court mandated for anger management, right? Court mandated is pretty much a have to course. I don't know how much those folks charge, but there are many courses out there that are court mandated that folks have to pay for to stay in compliance with whatever the court's asking them to do. So starting with things that are required for licensure, that are required for compliance, that are required continuing education, that's a great place to start if you are trying to create courses as an additional stream of income. All right. The second thing, don't go crazy on your learning management system. Do your research. I have made so many mistakes because with a course, and I'm going to take you through like the super simple to the super complicated, you can get in the weeds with your learning management system so quickly. Now, if I just lost you because I used the term learning management system, let me back up. Everybody who puts out a course has to have a way to deliver that course to the consumer. So if you're familiar with Blackboard or Canvas, there are systems that schools and universities use, and that holds on to the course content. You can push a button and take a quiz. When you finish the course, it downloads a certificate for you. It emails along the way to tell you your progress. That's the workings of a learning management system or LMS. So you can go from the uber complicated where we have major corporations who need these to keep their company in compliance with things for human resources and OSHA and different things. And so that documentation You've got to know how many hundred people are taking it, where they are in the process. And that's a great niche if you want to dive into that. So yes, you would definitely need something that's super complicated. But I want to take you back to the days before the interwebs when you would get a magazine in the mail. Let's say the American Counseling Association would send you a magazine and they would say, 
there's a free CE inside. And here's how you get that CE. You're going to read this article, take a quiz. And if you want the certificate, you tear it out on the little perforated lines, you fold that up, you put it in an envelope, lick your stamp, put it on there and mail it to us along with your check for 30 bucks. And we will mail you a certificate. So this is the other end of the spectrum. If you want to provide a course, number one, you don't have to use your own content. Number two, it doesn't have to be complicated. And number three, you just need to be sure if you're providing continuing education, you're following the rules for the license that you're trying to provide the CE for. So, for example, let's say that you wanted to provide a CE on grief and chronic pain. And so you decided to, okay, I'm going to go to NAMI, the National Institute for Mental Health. You go to another database and you find a great article on grief and chronic pain. And you notice, oh goodness, there's a PDF I can download. Yay, download, save, put it in a folder. Your first folder with content in it, awesome. Now, here's the thing, with copyright and just plain old ethics, you can't put that content that someone else's behind a paywall. So you can't make someone out there pay for content that you took from somebody else for free. What you can do, though, is you can find a link to that content and then you provide the quiz. Now, here's the thing. You don't even have to make people pay for the quiz. You can have some kind of a free quiz software. Google does one or they used to called Flubaroo. Now, what you ask them to pay for, just like that magazine, you ask them to pay for the certificate. So if they read the content, they pass the quiz, they could send you an email and say, hey, I passed my quiz. I'm ready for my certificate, please. And you're like, okay, let me verify. Oop, yep, you did pass that quiz. That'll be $30, please. So there has to be a store. There has to be a PayPal. There has to be a Venmo, some way for that person to pay you. And then you send them the certificate. So You could go from Teachable and LearnPress and all those other very robust learning management systems where people need to be kept track of and the certificates have to go out quickly. And it's way too many moving parts for you to try to contact each one of them. And you know what? I'm only going to sell maybe two or three courses a month and I'm trying to keep it on the cheap a little bit. All you really need then is a way to collect money and a way to email certificates. Hey, badasses, we can all agree that counselors want a path to a successful counseling career. But that means you have to find quality training. That's not even the real barrier. The real problem is a lot of information can be overwhelming and you, my badass, are busy. So you're probably asking yourself, how can I improve my practice while still caring for people? How do I grow my skill set, become a supervisor, without losing my work-life balance? How do I find quality training that won't cost too much time and money? Bottom line, counselors who want a successful counseling career value the goal of growing their skill set and even becoming a supervisor, but at the same time struggle with finding time to attend quality courses. 
Counselors can't overcome this barrier because so many times courses with tempting titles overpromise and underperform. Let me ask you something. What if there were courses that delivered exactly what they promised that didn't take a lot of time and didn't break the bank? That's exactly the kind of course we design at Kate Walker Training. I specialize in helping you grow your skill set and career with quality courses on demand. And we have so many to choose from. If you're asking yourself, where do I go if I want to sustain my practice and grow my marketing presence? Well, check out the Step It Up membership. What do you do if you're ready to pay it forward and add streams of income? Well, check out the supervisor training. See if you're eligible. If you're looking for an experience that's more hands-on, keep an eye out for open enrollment for Badass Basics and our exclusive mastermind groups. So starting with simple or free, when I post this, what I'll do, my personal favorite, I've done both. I've done Fluberu. I've done sort of the patchwork put together, take a quiz here, read the content there. And what I've settled on is something called Podia. Now I will post a link in your resources and the show notes for the podcast, full transparency. It is an affiliate link. So I do get some benefit from that. So do your homework though, get out there and ask, find out what other people are using. Podia is great for me. It works for me, but you may need something a lot more robust. So check it out. So my moniker, the way I look at myself, there's a fine line between perfectionism and just get it out there. I have been a liaison to the LPC board for the Texas Association for Counselor Education and Supervision. I have been published in journals. I've written a dissertation. I know what perfect has to look like. I also am a business person. I know sometimes I just got to push it out there. If I get in a space where I'm pushing things out there, I will need to edit. Now, in Texas, when you are a CE provider, you must provide a means for the participant to evaluate what you just put out there. So I get feedback like, hey, Kate, you said this here and it didn't seem to fit with the course. And I'm like, I should have edited that. I need to go back and edit it. Or we'll get feedback like the links are broken to the latest rules. And I'm like, oh, later rules just came out. We need to fix the link. So you're going to have to fix things. But don't confuse that with being half-assed. So I call myself a disciplined half-assed because I'm very consistent, but I do have to push things out. I've got to ride that fine line between making it perfect and just not getting the analysis paralysis and not putting out anything. So let's talk a minute about how to make sure you are putting out the best product you possibly can. You've got to learn how to speak. You've got to learn how to edit. You've got to make connections in the editing world. You've got to make connections to be able to push your stuff out there and get some helpful feedback before you ever put the thing on sale. So take a course. I'm taking a YouTube course right now with Pat Flynn. I love it. It's great because YouTube has changed so much since the first time I used it. Now, I still use YouTube for my courses. Take a class on editing. I use a software called Camtasia 
for my editing. I've been using that probably for as long as Camtasia has been in existence. It's great for me. I know how to use it. Is there better software? Is there cheaper software? Probably. But just remember, everything you use, there will be a learning curve. You will sit down at this and you'll be like, I don't know how to use this. This is too hard. I can't do it. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable, but don't compromise and just start pushing out things that you're not proud of. I get it. We all have to sort of do what we have to do. But if you know when you watch your own videos that you're kind of boring or monotone when you talk, fix that. Start watching videos of yourself. Ask people to critique you. Go to Toastmasters. Get used to speaking in front of a crowd. A lot of what I learn about podcasting and YouTube and creating courses is talking about making scripts. I don't use a script. You can probably tell. I take notes. I use bullet points, but I don't use a script. That may not be your comfort level. There are programs out there where you can talk through. It transcribes you while you're talking, and then you can print that out and use it for a script for your video for your course. It's just something where if you're going to create a course, it's different than writing the book because we all kind of know how a computer works and a printer and all that with online courses. But if you're really trying to make this an additional stream of income and you've done your research and you know you want to create a course that people want and they're willing to pay for, then spend the time and get good at your craft. It's going to be crappy at first because that's just the nature of learning, right? We know that's the Bloom's taxonomy. That's Piaget. That's how we learn. We're going to get better as we practice more, right? Practice, practice, practice. And don't let that hold you back. Those of you who have been in my Facebook group or been in one of my classes, when I create a course... I always push it out for free for like 10 days. And if you're one of the lucky ones that grabs that course, you will get a CE because it's free and you're doing me a favor. You're coming back and you're saying, hey, Kate, at about five minutes in, it went blank. At six minutes in, your sound went away. That means the world to me when I can get someone to give me that kind of feedback. I guess last but not least, make sure that if you are going to create content, create courses for continuing education, go to the rules, go to the BHEC rules. If you're in Texas and I'm talking to Texans, go to the rules for continuing education providers. Now, remember, in the state of Texas, they don't approve providers anymore, but they still have rules about how continuing education providers need to operate. Remember earlier, I talked about an evaluation, right? You need to provide a syllabus. You need to provide a way of accounting for even online courses. There's a way to account for attendance workshops. If you're going to do an online workshop, make sure you know how to get into Zoom and take attendance and then verify. So there are things that you need to look at, just a little extra step, but it would be the same thing if you were going to do this for court compliance or or defensive driving, right? You need to make sure if you're going to do this for an agency or something to be compliant. So let me wrap it up here. You can use a course for all kinds of things. And if it doesn't work out, right? If it's not the big moneymaker that you thought it was going to be and you did your research and you found what people were searching for and paying for and all of that, don't despair because you can repurpose that content for your marketing, your blog, your podcast, your YouTube 
your client resources. And there is just so much that you can do with that content. It's not wasted time, I promise you. So figure out what you need to do to get over that hump. And don't forget, if it's a little hand-holding that you need, it's okay. We've all been there. Mastermind group applications are closing in a couple of weeks. And Mastermind is when you really get all of me. I share everything I've got with you. I walk you through it. You can do this. All right, I'm Dr. Kate Walker. Thank you so much for participating in the training. If you're watching this on a replay, good job. You got all the way to the end. All right, see ya. Hey, it's Dr. Kate Walker, and I am so excited about what's coming up the end of May, our upcoming group Practice Summit GPS 2023 is a free virtual event that brings together mental health professionals interested in the business of running a group practice. Sessions and workshops are going to focus on topics like marketing and branding, financial management, legal and regulatory issues, and leadership and management strategies. This is happening May 24th through the 26th, and it's going to be three live virtual hours a day, five o'clock to 8 p.m., and it is free. Now, there will be replays for this as well, so if you're stressing out because you don't think you'll be able to make it live, no worries. We will have replays available. Now, I know that May 24th is a long way off, so when you do grab your ticket, I'm going to send you something to sort of take up your time while you're in line. This is my framework for a 10-minute consultation that will help you either, number one, create a client, number two, create someone who you can confidently refer to another trusted professional if they're not a good fit based on your schedule or your cost or your specialty, and number three, create a raving fan for your business. So my framework for a 10-minute consultation means you're going to take all of those phone calls and messages and emails. When you call these folks back, when you talk to them with your amazing voice because they've connected with you, they want to come to see you, you are going to, number one, create a client. Number two, someone you can refer to another professional. And number three, create a raving fan who will tell family and friends and community how amazingly helpful you are. So when you sign up for the GPS 2023 Summit, you're going to get this framework. But wait, there's more. I always love saying that. You know at Kate Walker Training, I specialize in courses you will actually finish. And the 40-hour training to become an LPC or LMFT supervisor in Texas with our brand new study hall, which I'm so excited about. That is our claim to fame. It's what we are proud of. But we also have courses for whatever stage you are in the process. If you're one of those folks who is really self-directed and you're tired of the free stuff and you're ready to dive in, then man, the Step It Up membership is for you. I've got over 60 replays, continuing education, the Badass Business 2.0 courses in there. It's such a wonderful bunch of resources and it's so affordable. So the Step It Up membership is for you if you are that person who can take all of the resources and really figure it out and dive into it and make it work for your practice. 
If you're someone who, you know, that just sounds like drinking from the fire hose, I get you. Maybe the mastermind is a better approach. A mastermind group is a virtual group of five to seven people. We meet weekly, three times a month. The fourth time is a one-to-one 30-minute consult with me. And it's the same material. I hold nothing back in my mastermind groups. It's the same stuff, but it's a personal touch. Those applications are already open. We're going to be forming those mastermind groups the 1st of June. So you really need to get in there and fill out those applications today so you can schedule your phone call and you can ask all your questions and see if working with me is going to be a good fit. So whether you choose to do the Step It Up membership or the Mastermind, I hope that you do the GPS Summit happening at the end of May. You're going to get a link to my framework for the 10-minute consultation. So what are you waiting for? Get your business up to badass and the links will be in the show notes. All right, badasses, keep saving the world with excellent counseling. Dr. Kate Walker, thank you so much for listening to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. Thank you to Ridgely Walker for her lovely voiceovers at our introduction. And do me a favor, when you get a second, please like, share, and subscribe, and write us a review. That's really how we get picked up by other RSS feeds, and we get this information out to the mental health badasses who need it. Thanks again, and keep saving the world with excellent therapy.